Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Authentic Conversations. I am Amarelis Perez. And Susan Cooney. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. So, Susan, this Thursday's meditation, you had a beautiful message, like always. But I want to talk a little bit about it. Is that okay? We just go back to this um, love of law of the universe. First law of the universe. First law of the universe, which is oneness, which really, yeah, reminds us that we're all connected. You know, even if it's at the most cellular level, you know, we all came from the same origin. You know, we are, um, you know, we have our own unique gifts, you know, in our differences. But, you know, the bottom line is we're all the same, you know, we're all working towards the same thing, which is, you know, self-actualization, your true purpose, the realization of self. Uh, and, and we need each other to do that because the reason that we're mirrors or reflections to each other is because we are each other. Oh, well, um, I just started putting all of that together a couple of years ago um, in Dr. Dwayne Dwyer. Am I saying it correct? Please. I'm like the worst with Dwayne names. <laughs> yep, Dr. Wayne Dwyer. Um, I believe his book is You Are the Light. Um he has several, but I yeah. know he does. But one of the books that he wrote uh, brings this subject about how source and connection and God is in us and we are created in his image and how it doesn't matter about the religion. It's just about the energy that you carry. And I yeah. think we have gotten so focused on what and divided by the fact that if we're not, we don't believe the same religion or we don't believe in the same thing, then we are not equal. And this has been a lot of the energy that's been happening lately, even with race. But this message hit me so hard because I struggle so much with, you know, finding this energy, this oneness, this source, because I know that there's something higher than me. Yeah, well, of course there is, because where do we come from? You right. know? We, we didn't just, you know, materialize. So, you know, by design, each and every one of us was created and, you know, created in the likeness of one another, you know, at the very, you know, the very fundamental levels, but then with our own unique twist, with our own unique twist. And I think what happens is that we start looking at others and, um, label ourselves with inadequacies and and that's kind of where the division begins you know the the great divide starts with um we are not we are all one but we are not the same part of one so we all have our own pieces and you know if we look at our lives from a place of lack or what we feel like we don't have in comparison to someone else, then, then the divide happens. But if we start to recognize and realize and look inward to who we are and our own gifts, then we can recognize how the gifts of others enhance us. 
So it's from, you know, it's a, it's a decision about, you know, can I be enhanced by what others are offering or do I feel, um, intimidated or less than by what others are offering because you know we're we're all working towards the same goal and that's you know growth that's you know that's um becoming better humans yes and this is the year the time not just a year but the time where it has been become between all the media us being able to have these conversations that the work is being done, as you mentioned, the collective. Can we talk about that? Oh, the collective. I love that word. <laughs> I love the word collective because, you know, um, think of a, a six billion piece puzzle, hmm. right? Any one of those pieces are missing and it's incomplete. So, you know, if, if you are, you know, if you can just imagine that, you know, there are billions, trillions of people in the world. I don't even know how many people there are in the world. There's a lot of people in the world and each one has its unique thumbprint and that unique thumbprint completes the big picture, completes the big picture. So again, I go back to, you know, source is abundance, right? Source or the collective, you know, is everything. So we're a part of that. We're a part of the collective. We're a part of everything. So why do we tell ourselves that we're not enough? When we're born, we're enough. Mm -hmm. We're that footprint. We're that thumbprint. We're that puzzle piece. And we have to come back to that and say, hey, it's not about comparison. I read something, I can't remember who it was, but um, talking about the word comparison. So the word comparison was not derived um, for someone to feel less than or greater than. The word comparison was when two people utilize each other's strengths to lift each other up. Mm. And that's what we want with authentic conversations. You know, of course, I question all the time, what is our message? What are we doing with this channel? Where are we going? And then I have to remind myself to come back to the trust. Trust that this little conversation or just we all have a gift to give. We do. And it, it just, it's mind-blowing because who am I is the question that always comes up. Right. But we have to, again, trust that, that we don't know what's going to happen later, two hours from now, just this moment. And being in the moment is so hard. It is so hard. And, you know, Emeralist, the world is full of seekers like you who have not yet identified what it is that they're seeking. And when we can trust ourselves enough to know that it's inside of us, what we are seeking is within, you know, all of the external experiences allow us to come back to reflect on who we really are and what it is that's really important to us. Let's find it. Let's find it. And how do we find it? We understand things like the universal laws, you know, um, oneness. 
it's probably the most challenging of the concepts to understand. But when it clicks in, you're like, wow, you and I are no different. Right. You know, it doesn't matter where you were raised. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter your gender or how you identify. It does not matter. None of that matters. And you know why we're alike? Because we were created from the same energy as the universe. And we have the same goal, which is deeper understanding of self. What are we working for? We're not working for the money because you can't take that with you. We're not working for the status because that's fleeting, right? We're working towards something really important and something really personal and it's internal, not external. Now, again, all those external experiences force us, if we're doing it right, to look in. Okay, so you said, and I want to, um, so I said, <laughs> what did I say? Um, sending love to others, uh, opportunity to accept things as they are, or you can be the one that changes things. So you have two choices. There are two foundational or fundamental choices. Stay right where you are or change it. And, and we, and neither are right or wrong. You know, there's, we, we have times where we absolutely um, must stay where we are because we have to work through whatever it is in that moment, right? Or we get uncomfortable enough that the fear of change becomes less um, overwhelming than staying right where you are. How do you send love to somebody that hurts you? Um, How do we change? We've talked about energy and it's a hard concept to understand that if I love myself and I heal myself, I'm also going to send love to those that hurt me sometimes, even someone as close as being a parent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So let's talk about this. When you are hurt, you're hurting yourself, right? So, so when you are feeling hurt, you are stuck in hurt. I don't want to say hurting yourself, but you're stuck in hurt. Right. Right? You're stuck in a cycle of hurt. And when you're stuck in a cycle of hurt, everything appears to be hurtful. You know, everything that comes your way just touches that pain body. It touches that open wound or that sore, or that spot. And when you can find enough compassion to release the hurt, right? By, by changing the storyline around where the hurt came from. You know, we think that the hurt was intentional. We don't know that the hurt was intentional. We don't know that the hurt just doesn't come from another place of hurt for that person. That person is hurting so bad that they're hurting others. So the best way to heal yourself is to push the compassion out, you know, is to send love to the people who are hurting. And some of those people may have hurt us. Because if you hold the hurt, then it changes you. It doesn't change them. 
it changes you. So when you hold on to the hurt, you're changing your system, you're changing your physical body, you're changing your emotional responses to things, you're changing the way you're seeing or viewing or thinking about things. Because the hurt that you hold on to from the external stays within you. That's why the release of love and compassion to all is really important. Remove the idea of intention, remove the idea that it was their intent to hurt you and practice the lesson of releasing from your body the things that are toxic or hurtful. Yeah. And it's all going back to the breath, right? It is. I got to take that deep breath afterwards. It just feels like, um, you know, it's, it, it feels like you need to reset the best way, the best way to release compassion or to release love or to recenter yourself, you know, to become centered enough to know that what you're letting go of has nothing to do with the other person and everything to do with the healing of you. It's like Dr. Dwyer says, it's not the bite, the poison, the bite of the snake. It's the poison of the snake that kills you. And if you don't yeah. train that poison off of you, then you become it, right? And that's what you right. You have to release it. You have okay. To. So, of course, I have notes. I just love this beautiful meditation that happened. Um, and you just remind us to pay attention to how it feels and let go back to the same thing that you just finished knowing connecting is knowing it's one thing and then trusting. Yes. Let me talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So, so we have an internal guidance system, right? I, I like to refer to it as your knowing. Right. So there's your thinking and then there's your knowing and mm. you know, your knowing lives in your heart. You're thinking questions, everything. So when you are thinking about something, it's more of an analysis and you're looking at all of the different um, scenarios or options or opportunities uh, and, and trying to decide what's best. The knowing is something that lies deep within you. That's kind of a a gnawing or a nagging, mm -hmm. right? So, so those are terms that I don't ordinarily, but, but it describes them perfectly. You know, it, it's like this, this, this gnawing where every time you analyze and make a decision, if it's not aligned with your knowing, it's annoying. Um, so we have to really start trusting our knowing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to go back to your original question, which was really about, you know, understanding and then trusting, you know, we can intellectually, or we can in our heart understand something, but until we allow ourselves to trust it, to carry us, we allow our knowing to carry us. That's trust. And sometimes the knowing defies the logic because the logic comes from everybody else's thinking. 
what would my mother think about this? What would my father think about this? How would my friends react to this if I were to tell them this? Mm -hmm. Right, that's the logic. That's the logic. But the knowing sometimes goes against the logic, but it's your knowing. So it's not about what other people think or project your way. It's about what you know is right for you in this moment on your path. Yes. And it will step you in a direction. It'll step you in a direction. And then you have another opportunity to reflect, take the deep inhale, take the pause, meditate, relax, soften your body, listen to yourself, right? Not in analysis, but in the true essence of what you are hearing that you need. And you get to take another step. And step by step, you make your way into trusting yourself, especially if you come from a place of non-trust. If you have been taught not to trust yourself, then it's a process. It's learned. It's a long process. It can be, yeah, yeah. But what's long? You have your whole entire right. life to figure it out. Right. So what's long? Right. Six months, a year, two years, five years, 10 years, what's long? That's where the mind comes in, right? When you're thinking, right. this is long. I should. Um, I, I should know by now. Why am I been doing all this meditation? Why am I not there yet? Or, Everyone <laughs> else gets it. How come I'm not getting right. it? What are, we, what are we comparing to? No, we use the other people getting it to remind us to trust ourselves because it works and it happens. And we know it. Knowing. Knowing becomes gnawing when you're misaligned. Oh, I love that. Nagging, 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 nagging. Oh. nagging. Oh. Rebecca Campbell um, talks a lot about that in her books and um, Light is the New Black and in the Rise is the Rise, which she's bringing back the same message that we have to become one with each other and rise each other up and that this is the time, this time where um, technology is our fingertip. We cannot say any longer that we can't do something because we have it. Look at this. This is a phone right now. This is a computer. There's, you don't need to have so much money to bring just a light, you know, and we have gotten very used to complaining and making excuses because we've had so much. Right. If you look at a third world country, sometimes they make up anything because they don't have that. I can't do this. Instead, well, they figure out like, no well, how can I get it done? Right. We have no idea how fortunate we are, you know, in comparison to others, even in our own country, you know, yes. it's just, you know, it's, it's walking around, it's, it's noticing, it's the awareness. Um, I, you know, I recently spent some time in Houston, Texas, which has a very high um, homeless population. And, you know, as I walked past, I thought they're me and I'm them. You know, I really did. This is, this is kind of what precipitated the oneness. I'm like, there is no different. They have a story. Yes. They also have value. You know, their value is in reminding us. Their value is in resilience. Their value is in their creativity. You know, so just to, to simply watch and know that we're all each other's teachers. I can learn from every experience, from everyone whose path I cross. I just have to be open and I have to notice and I have to remember the oneness, the connection. 
you know, in, in, you know, in any circumstance, any one of us could trade places. So don't think, you know, that, that someone is less deserving or has less or belongs less. Because sometimes, you know, the, the perception of greater than stops us from learning. Mm-hmm stops us from understanding who we are and and where the compassion is and the human nature, you know, in it all. So meditation, meditation, breathing, coming back to centering ourselves, journaling, writing, sometimes even if it's writing a letter to that person and never mailing it, but just putting that energy out so that it leaves you so that you can let go and forgive and love yourself it all goes back to taking care of ourselves and then that energy will be around us and people around us will change too some will leave us some will stay because we change yes yes and not you know nothing is permanent everything is is changing impermanent and flexible and you know in the in the same vein amaryllis if you write something down right burn Mm -hmm. it send it to the universe Mm. light it on fire outside and just you know let it burn as long as you're safe no burn bands but you know or you know drop it into a river and let it flow let it go back to nature like let it go back to its natural state because that's what you want to return back to your natural state so whatever it is that is gnawing or you know uh, misaligned or needs to be released in order for you to feel free find a way to release that you know, and um, for some, it's even as simple. I love this analogy, like close the door on it. Mm. So open the door, let it out, close the door. You know, I've just closed the door on that. If it knocks again and it reappears, that's okay too. You don't have to, you know, be angry or upset about yourself. You can just welcome it in, open the door, welcome it in feel it but at the end of that feels right whether it takes five minutes or five hours or five days or five weeks you open the door and you let it go again you let it go again and you know so it will knock less frequently as you begin to trust yourself and understand the process Yes, one way that I love to change my energy, because we're talking about also changing, right, our energy, like, okay, so I'm going to allow myself right now, I'm feeling a little bit funky. And so it's finding also what lights you up, whether it's as simple as coloring, um, listening to music, dancing on your own in your house, changing the the sounds. Um, I love music. So when I'm feeling a little bit like, okay, I'm, t- I'm done feeling this, what, whatever this is, I have to, I'm not even sh- not sure what it is. I just got to go to some Spanish music. And then all of a sudden I can bring myself back to this moment yes. because what we're doing is living in the past that already happened and I can't That's change right. it. That's right. Clean the counters with some lemon scented or some <laughs> lavender scented, you know, uh, natural cleaning product mm-hmm. is that'll bring you right to the moment. You're like, yeah, That's mm. it, right. So it's, it's really using our senses yes. to change the story. Yes. And to bring beauty around yourself. Buy yourself flowers. You don't have to wait till somebody brings you flowers. Buy yourself flowers. If that's you what deserve makes them. you happy, you deserve them. You deserve them. I buy myself flowers all the time I go to Walmart. I love them. 
And yes. I love have things that are making you happy. If you see a picture and it makes you sad, it makes you go back to that moment. Yeah. Time to let it go. You know me, I love languaging, right? I love words. I love mm. words. So the word that comes to mind right now this morning as we're talking about this is uplifting, mm. right? So lift yourself up. And in lifting yourself up, you are giving the people around you permission to lift themselves up. How awesome is that? So you're not being indulgent by buying yourself flowers. You are mm -hmm. setting an example. You are reminding people that they also can treat themselves like that. They can lift themselves up with whatever it is that, you know, that feels good. For me, uplifting is a big inhale. And the bigger the inhale, the greater the release. Got it? So the more breath you take in, right, the more things you can let go of on the exhale and you can relax your body and you can soften your jaw and you can release the storylines and you can release the physical tension in your body. The bigger the inhale, the greater the release. Yes. So how can they join us Thursday yes, nights? Thursday nights, how does it happen? So Thursday nights, we have a Zoom meditation. It's free of charge. Um, you know, it's really the, the only participation that you need is auditory. So there's no requirements to, to be visual or to be on screen, but really just to listen, um, to listen, to check in, to spend 30 minutes with yourself, getting a little closer to your knowing getting a little closer to your knowing. We have our pre-records on YouTube. So you can always visit our YouTube channel. It's Present Moment Inc, I-N-C. Um, and, you know, just kind of uh, check it out. So if you're interested in the, in the Thursday nights, uh, you can uh, email me. So it is Present Moment Inc, I-N-C, um, at gmail.com. Yes. And also you can follow us on Instagram and every day Susan puts a beautiful quote with an explanation. That's another beautiful thing to do. Surround yourself with what makes you happy, guys. Uplift. Uplift. Even when it's as clear, as, as easy as even your Facebook page and your Instagram. If you don't like what someone's posting, it makes you not happy. Unfollow, it from it. Yours, unfollow them. Yeah. Just Put things that are going to make you happy and light you up. And thank you for joining us one more time. We love having these conversations. And our goal is to just follow our heart to lift others as we lift ourselves through these conversations. So thank you again. Yes, authentic. Thank you. Have a great day.